What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Good morning. Welcome to The Morning Motivation. I'm Mike Slater. Thanks for being here. This week, we're talking about suffering. What is the Christian response to suffering? Last week, The Morning Motivation was a run-through of different world religions and worldviews. Um, and their answer to suffering this week, it's the Christian response to suffering. We'll start with Isaiah 43. God says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. What's interesting here is God does not promise no waters and no rivers and no floods and no fire. He just promises he'll be there throughout it. He promises his grace. And that's point number four today. So just to review, number one, uh, this is again, the Christian response to suffering. Number one, God uses suffering to reveal our spiritual condition. That was on Monday. Secondly, God uses suffering to humble us. Third, God uses suffering to draw us to him. Number four, God uses suffering to display his grace. What is grace? Greek word used in the Bible, one, excuse me, in the New Testament, 155 times. And the Greek word here has this idea of a generous gift that is given. But there's another element to it in the Bible. It is a gift given by God to people who are totally undeserving of it. That's the key element. It's a gift given to someone, to me, who is unworthy of the gift. Now, there's common grace. That is things we all enjoy. Breath, <laughs> the beauty of life, uh, the laugh of a child, stuff like that. Everyone can experience that. And then there's uncommon grace. That is the forgiveness of all your sins. You are saved by grace. It's an undeserved gift. John said that Jesus was full of grace. John said we receive grace upon grace. <laughs> so God is grace. Christ was full of grace. And you receive grace upon grace upon grace. And maybe never more so than when you're in the midst of suffering. So that's point number four. God uses suffering to display his grace. The classic example of this is 2 Corinthians 12, 7. Paul says, A thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, okay, Paul, no problem. I'll take it away from you so you can live a comfortable, happy, perfect life that you want. No. He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. 
For my power is made perfect in weakness. I love that. My grace is sufficient for you. So God did not turn down the suffering. He did not remove the thorn. He did not turn down the suffering. God turned up the grace. And he gave relief. He gave relief, not by removal though, but by turning up the grace. And in the midst of the grace, you're going to give glory to God. In 1 Timothy 1.14, Paul says, The grace of our Lord was more than abundant. More than abundant. So number one, God uses suffering to reveal our spiritual condition. Number two, God uses suffering to humble us. God uses suffering to draw us to himself. And point number four, God uses suffering to display his grace. And number five, God uses suffering to perfect his power. That's tomorrow.